0: guys
1: welcome back and welcome
0: back to another episode episode 44 Oof, of the level uh, up podcast with JM performance i'm michelle i'm phil <laughs> i like that i actually kind of like it
1: see i brought it to, i brought it to you old school radio style
0: and we're bringing you all everything health fitness and lifestyle and a little motivation on the side yes. because we kind of do everything um today's episode is An important one. Yes. I always say they're all good because they are all good. Um, We're going to be discussing insulin Insulin. resistance and everything blood sugar, diabetes, everything related to and tying back to insulin resistance. Um,
1: This is all not, you know. Groundbreaking news, but it's all stuff that's no, you know, but I'd say
0: this is definitely a topic that people know a little <sighs> yeah. less about, like they understand Absolutely. it a little less because we all have a certain level of insulin resistance. Um, and the things that we eat, this is where that wonderful concept of what you eat actually does matter, and that you really shouldn't be, you know, filling your calories with a whole bunch of crap. Oh. Um, because it, it does matter what you eat, and this is why. So, we're going to get a this kind of explains the science behind why what you eat matters. Um, it gives you a little bit more of a breakdown mm. of that. So it's a really important topic. So definitely listen through um, all 30 minutes because it will help you out a lot. Um, current events? Anything? I mean, the
1: normal world, craziness. Anything. The weather's not so nice. I
0: don't know why I was singing. Sorry. I
1: mean, yeah. You I don't know. <laughs> Crazy people do that sometimes, you know. Just breaking the song. Oh, you talk to us. Ourselves ourselves, right. Like,
0: they don't say do that. Oh, oh, they I, tell you you're only crazy if you answer yourself back, and I do I've that. I've heard you answer yourself. Oh, back. I do 100. percent I have yeah. full arguments with myself, so I yeah. know that I'm definitely.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm definitely. I'm definitely.
0: Current events? Anything?
1: Ah, uh, we get a little little Ooh. good Yankee news from yesterday. The Yankees came back. They were down four to three <laughs> in the bottom of the eighth. Came back to a 10 to, or 8 to 4 victory or 10 to 4 victory.
0: It's still a victory, in right? In the 10th. W's Absolutely.
1: The Aaron Judge was on, you know, he started it off with a walk and went from first to to uh third. Oh um, no, second to home and on a Gleyber Torres single, which was started it off to tie it and then they just <laughs> I feel like
0: we're like signed on to a sports they podcast. Just,
1: <laughs> they just kept going and this they just came back and they just kept punching it in. All right. They brought their closer in from uh the Florida Marlins. No, the Marlins did and They didn't look... Uh, Devil Rays. Sorry, Devil Rays. Tampa Bay. And he didn't look so, look so great. And he's pretty pretty good, too. Anyway, so that's the Yankees. Um, Want to talk about the Mets? Oh, by the way. Yeah, let's talk about the Mets, Michelle. No, let's oh, not you, have you really conversation can't about, about the Mets. The Mets, Mets. I don't want to talk go.
0: about the Mets.
1: <laughs> Unruly, I don't
0: want to talk about the Mets. We, we don't, don't like about to heat? talk let's about, about them. The heat. Oh, we love the Heat.
1: Are they? What are they doing? Are they going to the playoffs? I mean, not
0: right now. Like it's not like that, that time are, of the year. are they
1: in contention?
0: They will be. A hundred percent will be. They are were they? last year. They were in the finals. Right, I know. But I'm That's saying, are they like? Them. Are
1: they first, second, third?
0: Oh, no, we're not going to discuss that. But they are oh, definitely okay. in contention. Excellent.
1: See, a true (laughs) fan will talk about their team when they're doing great, which I did last year with Steelers.
0: Really? Because I don't remember you talking about the team when they were doing poorly. Because you stopped wanting to talk about it. I talked about it. In fact, whole podcasts would go by where you said, "We're not doing it today. We're not talking about them."
1: (laughs) You could rewind them because (laughs) Michelle. You can. I don't remember what number. probably talking to herself, which is normal.
0: Like oh, no, it was you. I'm not discussing them today. We're not talking about the Steelers.
1: Listen. (laughs)
0: This, is their, this okay, is their okay, year. Okay, whole fit. Okay, okay, okay. We're going to say that every year. Uh, why not? You know? <laughs> I don't see why not. Also,
1: too, you know... Anybody saw any good movies? I heard a review of King Kong Godzilla. Was it good? No, it was not good. They said it's not like the original, you know, like... Oh. Back in my day, they were fighting out... Yeah. Kong- King Kong was given, like, sign language or something in the movie. It's all CGI, G I'd Yeah. It's
0: too CGI'd. <laughs> but, well, not to say that that movie was ever not... No, 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 CGI'd but like it's a different like right. they almost try to overcompensate with the amount of CGI if that makes sense. Or the like right. structure have to of, kind it. of make it. Yeah, it really ruins it. Somewhat entertaining. Damn, that was on my list too. I wanna see that one. I wanna see um what else is coming out? Um Black Widow's coming out. Oh. Cool update for anybody who's a Marvel fan, which I think we have a lot of them on the I'm sure listening. Um Black Widow's coming out in I believe May. You better so post that up on your exciting. Neopets one too, because all those people N- are. And not always; it doesn't always carry over. That's like too mainstream for us Neopet fans. Oh, uh, Okay. Yeah, but nerds usually. If you're if you're like nerdy, that's like c- kind of. That's not a
1: bad in. thing to be anymore. I don't
0: think so. I think nerds have the the advantage. We're usually people's bosses, and we run companies. <laughs> we, we. Oh. <laughs> I love how she's like
1: we nerds I actually was really? never smart
0: enough to be classified as right. a nerd. Uh, I was just like the person that wasn't cool look, enough to be a like, cool person. Right, right. <laughs> so I wasn't. I was right in the middle, and she's I. She's like am. that
1: girl that shows up to uh, the guy that shows up to the basketball court in like five thousand dollars worth of basketball gear and can't make a free. Well, throw. I
0: was. I was the girl <laughs> who like if you showed up to the cool kid meeting, they'd be like, "What are you doing here?" And if I showed up to the nerd meeting, they'd be like, "What are you doing here?" Doing here? So you know, it was below. kind of Right in the, like in the middle like, I rode horses
1: <laughs> You could go into the closet <laughs> Well I was
0: watching Wait what was I listening uh, to yesterday
1: Here we
0: go I was listening Oh okay I was listening to some Okay random podcast Not the same one I was talking about before It doesn't matter it, Irrelevant we don't, we don't talk about other podcasts On this show not by name because we don't advertise them but I was listening to something and the girl was talking about growing up in Texas and she was like well all the really popular girls that were like super attractive and like super in middle school that really popular all rode horses and they were all bonding about how that was like true in Texas and I was like yo I grew up in the wrong state (laughs) because in my class in my like high school or my middle school rather that was like the nerdy (laughs) thing that it was not cool that I rode horses like that was very weird I'm just saying (laughs) <laughs> I just thought that was funny oh because that's relevant. I was
1: wondering where we're going with that.
0: I thought it was relevant. I it should is. have grown up in Texas. I would have been considered one of the popular girls.
1: Oh, right. <laughs>
0: sure. Anyway, anyway. All right. <laughs> anything else? You got anything else for current I, events, sir? I
1: got nothing.
0: Okay. Um, let's get into our topic. All right. So we're talking insulin resistance today and then everything kind of tying into that and right. relating to that. Um, I guess kind of starting I'll with, start
1: with... What insulin is.
0: Yeah, go ahead. That's a good idea. So
1: insulin is um, a hormone made in the pancreas. It helps the body to use the glucose and sugar for energy. Yep. You'll see why that's relevant. So I'm going to just basically go over two two types of diabetes. Okay. Type one. Do you
0: want me to do insulin resistance first because yeah, it for, relates well, to that? Yeah,
1: do it first. Okay, and it's, then I'll go over the diabetes. It's brief. Right?
0: Okay. So, what is insulin resistance, guys? When we talk, I know a lot of you guys are going to listen to this and say, "Oh, well, I don't have diabetes or I don't have pre-diabetes or whatever," so this isn't relevant to me. Everybody is going to have a certain level of insulin resistance depending on your diet and what you eat, um, but we all have it at some point. It's not necessarily a condition. It comes and it goes depending on what is put into your body. So, insulin resistance itself is. When cells that are obviously located in your muscles, your fat, your liver, all over your body, don't respond well to insulin and can't use glucose from your blood for energy. And it generally happens when you have an overload of insulin that is put into your body or an overload of glucose, rather, I should say, glucose. So if you're eating something, let's say a whole bag of candy, right? And maybe you don't do it really often, but you eat like an entire bag of candy and your blood sugar spikes, right? It's spiking. Um, and you do that on like a semi frequent basis of like a couple times a week you're eating candy or sugar and like bad stuff or whatever. Or you do it all day. Your body gets to a point where it actually has too much glucose and it physically can't like there's an overabundance of it, so it's not gonna process it as well. You're like oversaturating the area. That That's how it makes sense in my brain. You're like oversaturating your cells. You're oversaturating your body. So it doesn't process it the same way. Whereas if you're someone who moderates your carbs and moderates what type of carbs. So if we're looking more at, we always talk about like low glycemic, high glycemic carb. So if we're looking at like low glycemic in terms of like wheat and rye breads, um, even like just regular bread is fine, but in moderation, um, oatmeal and like things like that, that are carbs, vegetables. But don't spike your blood sugar. Um, You won't really have an issue. But if you're someone who eats kind of crappy and then sugar, 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 and like all your carbohydrates are in the form of processed um, high glycemic sugar, you will have this issue because your body will get to a point where... It's not processing it the same way. It's not um, drawing the nutrients from everything the same way. Um, As somebody who isn't eating it as much, when you do get it, your body reacts very sensitively to it. If you've ever done, like, a sugar cleanse or a sugar detox, I hate those words, but you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Or you've maybe, like, dropped down and, like, tried to get off of it, and then you've eaten something with sugar in it, you know what I'm talking about because you're hypersensitive to that glucose now because your body's responding the way it actually should but because of insulin resistance, it doesn't if you're eating it frequently. Mm-hmm. I hope that made sense. I tried to no, break up a definitely. You mean bit. It it um, But, okay, so this is where he's going to talk about diabetes, but this is where that kind of comes in. So um, because it's not being able to use the... You're getting too much glucose, and because it's not able to use that glucose from your blood for energy, it has to make up for that. So that's where... Um, your pancreas, like he was saying, your pancreas creates more insulin. This is even even if you're not diabetic, guys. This is just a regular. This is the response that is going on in your body. So it now creates more insulin. Over time, if this happens repetitively, your blood sugar levels are going to rise. And that's where now you're going to run into the issue of prediabetes, then diabetes, and everything like that. So that's what Right. Phil's going to kind of break down a little bit. Um, but this basically insulin resistance syndrome, if we're talking as a syndrome, um, if it's something that happens on a frequent basis, is going to include and encompass everything, including obesity, being overweight, um, higher blood pressure, higher cholesterol, and type 2 diabetes. Type 1 is a very different um, three, yep. thing that's not controlled by your lifestyle. Um, that's it. Okay. That's, well, so
1: type one, um, type 1, your pancreas no longer... Um, Type 1 is something
0: you are born born with. with. So it's not something that you've developed as a result. So you have
1: to inject it to control the levels. Yes. Okay? So that's, I hate to say the bad or the good, but it's, it's the bad one. Yeah. Because you were born with it. So you're it's injecting not something insulin. You're right? insulin. Yes. So type two. Um, because
0: again, like what we just talked about in terms of your pancreas is going to help regulate that. Right. Because right. it controls the insulin. So your pancreas doesn't produce it, produce either enough. It's like, it's like thyroid disease, kind of the way that I like think about it in my brain. Cause those are two things work very similarly. So if you're not producing enough, you have to either take something for it or inject something for right. it. So that's where you Usually get that insulin inject, injection. Yeah. yeah. No, for right. diabetes, a hundred percent. Yeah.
1: Um, so the, usually you're born type one. You're born with type yeah. two is adult onset. But there's studies that are showing now
0: And kids, right?
1: Because the kid because we're st- we what eat so bad, and- right? So they're Ugh. developing it as early as 13 years old. That's disgusting. It's disgusting. So that's such a problem. You know, that's a new study. That's not you know 20 years ago. That does there was not no surprise me. Of course not. But now we do. So type two is your body has that's trouble insane. using or making enough insulin. Because of,
0: but because that's coming through, like just to tie it in, that's because of insulin resistance. That's because of prolonged like insulin resistance coming from what you guys are eating, right? Like what? Not sorry, it (laughs) it builds up in your bloodstream. But what you're eating, right? Yeah.
1: So it builds it up in your bloodstream, causing high blood sugar. Yes. Okay. So when you have type two diabetes, you're more likely to to develop like heart disease. Yes. Why? Why do you think that is? Because everything's more restrictive.
0: Yes. And okay. there's an abundance of. Yep. Remember, it, type two, and this is something that always confused me when I was like trying to learn, like, diabetes itself was. Very confusing until I started to read about it. The way that I always look at this is like I always thought like diabetes meant you didn't have enough blood sugar, right? Like yeah. you didn't have enough because people will get low low blood sugar who have diabetes, and that never made sense to me because I was like, doesn't that mean you have high blood sugar? It does. So that that sugar, that glucose is in your bloodstream, but your body just can't physically use it properly. So in because of that, it's registering, hey, oh my gosh, I, I can't pull the nutrients that I need from the energy from this. So now your pancreas gets involved and that's where the excess insulin is produced. Now you actually have even more than you would want to normally have. So that's why sometimes you'll see people with diabetes have a hard time controlling their blood sugar. They actually have blood sugar drops. Um, They have a difficulty exercising. Sometimes if they have advanced diabetes um, because they have to regulate those blood sugar levels and it's hard. So it's not that they don't have, they they've eaten the blood like the um, carbohydrate and they've eaten the Glucose and everything like that But their body can't pull what it needs To pull from it because it's been almost Overexposed to that that specific issue now if you're type one obviously you were born like that that doesn't necessarily obviously it does not mean that you've caused it with your diet you could be eating everything perfectly but your pancreas itself that's the problem it's not producing no, what that's it needs why a to lot produce of people
1: used they've used in they're called insulin pumps yes so that your body just so essentially you need to give it what it's not it, producing what your pancreas is not doing yeah it's automatic they're very advanced too so yeah. you don't even you they're on your belt, they're in your pocket. Yeah. And it pumps insulin when your body needs it. It regulates it. So it's, it's not you know, something it's so if you're born
0: with type one, that's not something you can obviously control. Right. But type two, two we really, really want to fight to do that because I don't know what the percentage is. I don't know if and, that's and, oh you found yep, it. I have it. I was gonna and, say it's probably
1: insane. The last year there's more than there was more than two hundred thousand cases reported. Okay, that's the ones that are reported. So people yeah. go around like, Oh, I feel like this. Um the good news is it's treatable. Yeah, um, It requires a medical diagnosis. So, yep. and that means, you know, which most people don't do. Yes. Blood work. Yes. And I know.
0: was, that's, I... Perfect because and I was lab just testing just and say images
1: that. are always required to yes. give you that full diagnosis.
0: I was going to say you can't tell. So diabetes, right. obviously, like, oh, you
1: look, you look this, you look no. this. You
0: can't tell without um, tests run, like he just said. But I was also going to say insulin resistance is not something that you can know you have until you have medical tests Correct. run. Insulin resistance, guys, to tie this into something that you guys will definitely relate to or want to hear about. Insulin resistance can cause weight gain. Because diabetes can cause weight gain. But before it gets to the point of diabetes, y- you can actually have a side effect of obesity or weight gain because of insulin resistance. Because, again, the, the high blood sugar levels is not something that's going to lend itself to you losing weight. Um, and your body is obviously not processing nutrients properly. That's a really, really big thing when it comes to, you know, pulling um pulling what it's supposed to pull out of the nutrient there's a reason why we need carbs there's a reason why we need fat there's a reason why we need protein but if your body isn't processing those things the right way even if you're eating them um you can have a really big issue in terms of building muscle losing body fat losing weight all of that kind of stuff so insulin resistance is something everyone should relate to and learn about because it's something we want to struggle it's why we want to choose the right foods it's why we want to you know not be yes we could fill our macros with 200 grams of sugary cereal and candy and things like that and i know people who try to do that but in the long term is it good for your body no and it will come back to bite you because and it
1: always does yeah. yeah
0: because it's your health and again it's why we stress that this is like a, a right. health picture rather than a, oh what's the easiest way to get this what's weight off glimpse, right you know it's a lifestyle and that's really really important with everything we talk about but especially this right
1: just wrapping up with the type two um It it could last for years or a lifetime. There is no known cure for it. But what what it does is your body goes into like a remission. Yeah. And for most people, if they change their lifestyle, it's lifestyle controlled. Yes. So they're able to, and it helps the common, um, enough to control blood sugar levels. Yes. You know, so that's good. Um, Type 2 is milder you like we could come out of type two yeah type one not so much
0: well type one because you're born right. with right so, so it would kind of yeah. be like so being milder
1: born, than the one but, yeah
0: it's like being know. born with a heart defect like you can't right. like you, you, you can, can help always make that, it better but, but you can obviously it. yeah a healthy lifestyle really helps every condition like it doesn't right. really matter what you have you're going to help support your systems and your body so a healthy lifestyle will help type one and most
1: well. most doctors that believe um, the healthy diet, everybody, will, every doctor says healthy diet and yeah. lifestyle. But the, also the lifestyle piece that doctors are telling people more and more is to exercise,
0: haha, and to
1: get to get moving, yeah. to kind of like. You know, it helps you. It helps you it to helps be hungry. Lot. It helps you to be this. So they, you know, they're big proponents of it now. Remember, thank God. Remember,
0: fun fact, guys, in terms of relating to diabetes, especially type 2, because that's, you know, con- more controllable, I'd say. But also type 1 is strength training is massive. Cardio is obviously important for, so, again, so many things. But strength training itself helps with glucose uptake into cells because yeah. you're you're forcing a muscle contraction and your, your muscles are going to need, you know, they're gonna need to function. They need the energy to keep pumping and to keep working. And if you don't have that energy, obviously whatever you've eaten, you know, or is in your system, won't last long. So it's got to use whatever blood sugars floating around. So it's forced to use blood sugar that it might not necessarily use otherwise, um, which helps you to process that nutrient better and helps to kind of cycle around that blood sugar. So there's less floating in your system if that. I try to s- say that in the most simple. Yeah. I know that wasn't super scientific scientificy, but it's strength training is fantastic for helping to control blood sugar right. when Definitely. done properly. A lot of times, things like uh, exercises like hit um, and really high intensity isn't necessarily the best choice no. of exercise, especially done in a long term, like sixty minute type of vibe for anybody who has type two or type one diabetes, because. It's hard to, harder to control that blood sugar. Strength training can be a lower intensity, but still work really right. well as a function. Um, so it's also recommended for that reason because sometimes. And hit you'll and know too, like,
1: like you're doing a hit training, you think, oh, let me see if I can try it. And you'll start to feel different yeah. than you You know would 20 as soon as your blood sugar drops. If you're doing a hit workout. Like yeah. The strength training you will be more moderate, like Michelle just said, and yeah. it's a little less stressful on the body, yeah. so you're able to do it.
0: Um, another good way I wanted to briefly talk about, because this is something that I touch on with some of my clients and depending on uh, more so, I would say the competitor bodybuilder side of things, because that's obviously you trying to achieve a. Sp- Uh, Go ahead. I haven't uh, brought it up in like 10 podcasts. I know, I know. It's relevant. I coach. Okay. I know. So when you're working with somebody who's, you know, bodybuilding specifically, like, is a very aesthetic sport. So you're going for a very specific physique looking goal. So if you need somebody to lose weight, like all these factors matter. But even lifestyle clients. So I don't mean to separate it. I'm just saying like one maybe a little more intensely than the other. But a lot of times I will have clients take fasted glucose. And this goes across the board for so many amazing coaches and people that I know that do this with their clients Um, fasted glucose in the morning will help to tell a lot of different things in your body. So it can help to um, show insulin resistance. It can help to show stress and cortisol levels elevated and like non recovery, um, because your body, your your insulin levels should not be spiked when you're waking up. Um, a really good, like, base level is usually somewhere around 80, 85, under 100. Let's put it that way. Even the 90s is, is okay. Um, so everybody is obviously different, but that's a baseline for most people. When you're waking up, you have really no reason that your insulin levels should be spiked. The reason that it will predict insulin resistance is if your body's, again, not processing like it should right? overnight, especially sleeping. Your body should be all set in the morning. Like You should be good to go all regulated for the day. If that number is high, something is off. It might not mean insulin resistance. Again, could be under-recovered, could be hormonal issues, could be a couple different things, but that's a really good predictor. So if you're someone that's listening to this and you're like, well, I'm not, I'm not sure what my numbers are, in addition to what we already suggested in terms of getting blood work, if you're not already Mm -hmm. getting blood work done and going to see a doctor get tests run you can get a um a a blood glucose monitor like a the prickies i call them pricks um on amazon for like 20 bucks that syncs in with your iphone that's the one i have i think it's a dario not to give them a plug but that's the one that i use um super easy super simple the reading pops up on your phone you can do it every morning um always wait like 10 every morning yeah every morning it's not bad. It's once you get used to it, it's really right, not bad, right. but it gives Diabetics
1: you, do it like it's nobody's It business. tells a lot because right, oh
0: like yeah. you can hundred percent that and your resting heart rate. Like there's a lot that can come from like those two like factors in the morning. Definitely. Um, but it, it's, even if they do it a couple times a week, I don't know that you need to do it oh, every yeah, day. Yeah, no,
1: no, I'm just saying that.
0: I do, but I'm definitely not recommending you guys do it, but you will get a general like idea of like where you're sitting. Um, and I always recommend waiting 10 to 20, like if you wake up, wait like 10 to 15 to 20 minutes afterwards, drink a glass of water, maybe like, I don't uh, 24 ounces, something like that. Um, because there's a lot of stuff that goes on hormonally when you wake up in the morning, I would not do it right away because you might get a skewed number. So I always suggest water, wait a little bit of time, I get everything regulated and then take your blood glucose. Um, it's just a if you, if you care or if you're concerned um, or if your doctor said you're pre-diabetic or they right. said whatever, you might already have one of those, but I would definitely, it is something I would monitor um, because that's important. You really shouldn't have, guys, if you are somebody who's listening to this, unless you've been diagnosed with something, you shouldn't really have like blood sugar levels that spike and drop. Like you shouldn't get lightheaded, dizzy. Like that's not normal. No. I used to have that a lot and I it's not normal like to have that. There's a reason why it's happening. Could be so many different things. Um, But insulin resistance could be a cause of some, some of it. If you're someone who's listening to this and you're like, well, my diet isn't like, you know, honestly, if you eat healthy or not healthy eating crappy, let me just uh, put this across the board. will catch up to you in some way. If it's not insulin insulin resistance (laughs) or fat (laughs) or fat, um, usually those two come together or heart disease or cancer. I mean, there's just not to like harp on it but you really need to take care of yourself it's really really important and what you fuel your body with is the most important that's more important than exercise you exercise for an hour a day right at most maybe two if you take multiple things or you take a class whatever But, like, the rest of the day, how many hours that is, is what you're inputting into your system that helps you to run. You won't even be able to work out if it weren't for the fuel, right? So why are you putting, like, you're putting crap in your... I always
1: attribute it to, like, a car. So, so it's like just if gonna you're say. if you're gonna put garbage gas or gas that's watered down or, or even you couldn't start try putting your car Sprite on water. in your car and right, then running exactly. you know what I mean or maybe it'll start it's yeah. not gonna last it's you know? gonna f- and it's gonna, it's gonna screw gonna up right
0: <laughs> it's gonna screw up like the engine and everything under the hood and then the car won't run right and then. that's
1: just like your body
0: the same concept but Something's the difference with gonna your gonna body
1: go. is you can control that and you could like if you're yeah. bad for two weeks or two years and then all of a sudden you decide to get healthy your body will recover
0: you can start at any time guys but it's definitely up, yep. this is definitely one of those topics that it's not to give you I, I like the science behind things but not we're not trying to overbear you if like we try to always keep it very simple and relative to what i know like well our listeners and then everybody else would probably want to hear in terms of like hey this could be something that's causing you to gain weight and it's something that's completely and utterly unless you're type one caused by your lifestyle so what you eat matters and i know sometimes we say that to people and all they hear like weight watchers right we talked about that on the last Mm -hmm. podcast and like some people hear oh i can eat this many this is how many points i get in a day and i want to eat three pieces of pie and that's going to be what i eat and like they're like well why is that bad if i'm losing weight yeah and that's a lot of people's mindset so i guess the whole point behind this is to wake them up to like, this is just one of the reasons why it matters what many, you eat.
1: Many of the factors. And it are.
0: matters why you, can't ha- why you shouldn't be having two pieces of pie. It doesn't matter if you're losing weight with that. That's going to catch up to you because at some point, and there's a lot of people out there that know these, these exist, you hit that wonderful plateau. Yep. Maybe you've lost a fast 20 pounds, probably too fast, right? But now you're not dropping weight anymore. And now at some point, that weight's going to start going back, right, backwards. You're going to start gaining it again, maybe more than you even lost in the first place. Mm-hmm. Why? A lot of times insulin resistance is the reason. Because you're eating like crap, but you're but you're also not taking care. Like, you're not trying to encompass your whole lifestyle. You're not eating good foods you're not eating nutritious foods you know everybody knows what healthy carb is okay people know what the difference is it's the difference between eating a bag of sour patch as an example or 17 cupcakes or (sighs) cereal or you know processed, higher glycemic uh, uh, blood sugar spiking foods or eating rye bread um, brown rice quinoa the high I just examples. You know what I'm saying? Sweet potatoes, whatever. There's a big difference. And you guys, I think everybody kind of knows what the difference between the two are. Like they know what's what. So you say healthy, not healthy. So that's really important. And I think this is a very good way of breaking that down because that's a mindset that I've heard way more than I like to Like talk, like it bothers me. But I, it's a, it's also overwhelming. Like, I don't know if you've ever had a client say that to you, but why can't yeah. I eat this, this, and this if I'm losing weight on it? Like, why can't I eat all keto because it's with all the high end. fats and the this? And you almost are so overwhelmed by, like, how wrong that is that you don't even know what to say. Like, I always get, like, well, because you just can't. Because does that sound reasonable? Right.
1: But if you notice, too, like, was just you just said keto. I'm just going to bring it up real quick. Yeah. People that are huge ketos, like, even if you watch, like, the serious ones, they the keto diets they're eating aren't bacon Eggs and cheese. They're they're putting some steak in there. They're having other, they're having good sources of protein, and carbohydrates. So even they know, like because the big. Thrill with keto was I could eat bacon and eggs and I could have I can eat all this stuff because there's yeah, so have much fat. Yeah, all fat stuff, but it's not. That's not the right. That's no. dirty keto that yes. you said it the other day.
0: Well, most people that do regular keto the right way, like you're talking about, are pretty much low carb, not no right. carb, because right. there's really no such thing as no carb.
1: And they're and but they're they're getting results, but it's still not yeah exactly the no the, the no carb.
0: No, it's not no. But they eat
1: so good, and the carbs that they do have are that yeah. good. And the proteins they have, and there's not And much realistically, fat. it becomes carb it.
0: cycling. Yep. It's mm-hmm. labeled as keto, which is a mislabel, in my opinion. I think it's more just carb cycling, which is a technique that's been around for centuries. I've used it. I find a lot of success on it, depending on how it's used. Yeah. I have so many clients that use it because it, it allows for a more flexible lifestyle. But remember, we talk all the time about majority majority versus minority of the time the majority of your time is what matters so uh, if five days a week if you eat perfectly and you eat you know you're hitting your numbers and your macros but in more important terms your the quality of food is good that you're eating Mm -hmm. and then on the weekends you choose to have one like a meal not a whole day not a whole 24 hours of anything you want to eat and eat all this crap because again then you're sending your body into this insulin resistance mode right no matter who you are um at some point it's going to go into that if you're drinking alcohol has a big effect on insulin resistance we won't i'm not even going to tie we don't have enough time so i'm not going to tie those two together but it's really really big it affects your blood sugar it affects your body and how it processes everything and how it recovers which also can rocket your um resting your waking um in glucose levels sorry like stuttering yep um but what you do on the weekends matters as well. So if you're going to do something, I always tell people to limit it. So don't do, like, don't be like, okay, Saturday and Sunday, I'm just going to go balls o'clock. to the wall. Right. and. I'm just gonna drink and eat all day long and then Monday I'll be back at it. Like, stop giving up your progress on the weekends. It's also not good for your body. Like, it's getting used to a routine of you eating healthier and you eating the good stuff. And then boom. And then boom, you're like shocking the system, which is never, ever a good thing. Um, Systems aren't made for that. Remember, we are actually... Bodies are built for routine and consistency. It's why we thrive on it, it's why we see so much result from it. That's why we always encourage it. It's really, really important. So when you're shocking the system like that, that can't be a good thing and long term it's really not a good way to live your life. So just think healthier for a reason what you eat matters your quality of food matters if you're not sure you know what's considered a healthy fat healthy carb always do research always look it up um in this day and age i think everybody kind of knows but if you don't find out uh they have a million different grocery lists healthy eating grocery lists that you can check off like different carbs and fats and things like that um cook your own food so you know what's in it because you never know the sugar levels and the salt levels in anything that's prepared um outside not to say you can never eat fast food or anything's wrong with that but again it's i'm talking majority of the time rather than minority you shouldn't be eating that every single day you just you shouldn't um if you can cook that's the better option prepared yeah, meals are fine exactly order yeah you know what's in it if you're gonna make it um that's it right that's it that's, that's it. it um right on the 30 minute mark sometimes we sometimes we're oh, pretty minutes over pretty yep. efficient yeah okay um that's it guys so this was our wonderful insulin podcast that we were supposed to do last week but we will be bringing you another wonderful podcast on Friday, Friday. um I hope we hope you enjoy your week have a great day bye guys
1: bye